Welcome to Sing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. So, Stephanie, it appears for both you and myself, wedding season has upon us, has Ind- arrived, it's it, here. Indeed, it, it is, it has, it will. It, <laughs> it will continue. It is going to continue. I have two more People to go to. People are getting married. Yes, indeed. I was at a wedding on Saturday, and I, you apparently officiated one on Friday. Is I did. that correct? Yep. How was that? I have, it was, uh, I think I was more nervous than the bride and groom. <laughs> they, pre-game, they pre-gamed, though, so. Oh, yeah. But, uh. I feel like you, you gotta, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and even though I took the day off with the intention of sleeping in, because I have been sort of training myself to get up earlier. Mm-hmm. I uh, woke up at six in the morning and couldn't fall asleep. I, I know that game. That's what I say. Like on the weekends, people want to stay up till two or three in the morning playing Overwatch. And I'm like, you guys, the later I stay up, the less sleep I'll get. And they're like, but it's Saturday. You could sleep in. I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> My body will <laughs> automatically get up early and I won't See, fall back asleep. <laughs> on the weekends... I, I did not allow my body to get trained for early morning weekends. I didn't train Those it. I can you know sleep who trained in. it? Three creatures that I live with. <laughs> Around seven thirty, eight Gouda, o'clock they start to <laughs> And uh Turbo. Febreze. What's the last one? Turbo. <laughs> Turbo. <laughs> uh yeah, around seven thirty, eight o'clock is when they start to harass me, so Ah. But yeah. Just you? Yeah, just me. They do not care about Brendan. They do not bother him at all. Wow. I think because he leaves for work every morning around 3.30 or ish. So yeah. I'm always the, the one that feeds them every morning. So oh. they all come to me. They know I bring the food. There you go. See? <laughs> Guess you it's just got to starve them for a little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh well so anything else exciting happened for you this week i mean just that just the wedding that i went to on saturday which was fun but i was very tired because like i stopped drinking fairly early like 11 30 12 but then everyone hung out until like three in the morning so i just <laughs> was very tired the next day <laughs> not That'll even hung over just exhausted yeah i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't make the haul i told uh, everybody i was heading out around <clears throat> what time let's see uh, i think i hit the road at 11 something hit the old dusty trail because i was just fading like i was i was still awake but i was just like mm-hmm. zoning out and i'm like just just i'm just like staring into the void and my mind is is playing <laughs> so i uh i told uh, my friend keith i'm heading out i'm just beat woke up at six couldn't sleep in couldn't really take a nap and uh and then uh i got home and i like passed out probably mm-hmm. within 10 minutes i was just done yeah. out for the count <laughs> there there was one person that came to the wedding that apparently arrived drunk so the wedding was at like six mm-hmm. and this kid made it two minutes into cocktail hour before he was sent home really yeah <laughs> by whom by fellow people at the wedding because he literally sat down on a bench and then literally the wedding was over he went over to the bar sat down on a bench next to the bar and then emptied the contents of his stomach stomach oh <laughs> And everyone was like, this fucking guy, you know, and what we do in the shadows place, fucking guy. <laughs> and and then someone sent him home in an Uber. <laughs> wow. So I was like, all right, okay, it is 645 and this guy is done. Time. <laughs> I haven't even had my first drink yet. 
he must have been really nervous. Uh, yeah, something. Or he had a secret crush on the bride and or groom. Don't want to yuck his yum. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, was devastated by the fact that these two were getting married. Who knows? See, I think he's just a drunk idiot from what yeah. everyone else said. Could be that. <laughs> he has a track record is from what I've heard. But mine um, has a story a, behind it. This of, is true. Of, of intrigue, uh, you know, wonder drama. and intrigue. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right, Gouda? Ah, oh, <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> he yawned halfway through, so it got longer. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, otherwise I have... Uh, my lovely friend Taylor's wedding in two weeks, of which I am the maid of honor. Congrats. Less less than two weeks. You got your speech done? No, I have to do that still. Oh. Um, are you going to be funny, or are you going to be heartfelt, or are you going to be? I think it'll be a combo. Combo? Like uh, I'm not I'm not going to say anything because I got to still yeah, write it. I know. I mean, she, I don't yeah. think she listens, so it's not a big deal. But still, even if she does, you can't say anything. <laughs> So yeah, and I have some ideas. I gotta just put them into words. And if she listens, you're welcome, Taylor. Yeah. See what I'm doing for you? I'm getting <laughs> her on track. Getting her to get to work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. So much to do. And you know, we're closing on the house in the next week or two, so just everything happens at once, apparently. Well, yep, that's how life happens. <laughs> so now that the temperature's been cooler, how is this uproom? Well, it was great until today. It was 90 again. Yeah. Thank Otherwise, you. it's been nice. So I would Thank like it to not be 80s. So I can take the air conditioner out and take my room back from the bugs. <laughs> I will reclaim this room <laughs> for all human and cat kind. Yes. Because <laughs> when, I, when I have that and I have a light on, they just all somehow find their way inside. That's because they think you're a Motel 6. <laughs> Apparently. Because when I got <laughs> up here, I think that's what Gouda on. was doing, is he was attacking a stink bug that was in here. Ah. He was fighting one. So that stinks. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, in Illinois, stink bugs just invade people's homes around this time of year. Because they're trying yeah, to find... Yeah, because it's getting cold outside. Yeah, they're trying to find a warmer area. But please find somewhere else to go. Thank you, Bugs. If you're listening out there, there's a See, find a different house. Is you should you should build in your expansive backyard a little house for the bugs, and you'll call it Stink Bug Motel. <laughs> okay. And you'll you'll play a little commercial out of a tiny itty bitty Bluetooth speaker outside of it, so that the bugs know that they're welcome in this house. Mm-hmm. And you will heat it somehow. Geothermally, I think, would be a good way. Okay. This way it doesn't cost you money. Mm, you just put a yes. pipe that goes way down into the earth and pulls the hot air up from there. And it just sort of keeps that little spot warm. And then they're all happy pants, right? True, true. You might be onto something there. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Potentially, yeah. You could have a little TV in there. You know, mm. like uh, offer free bug HBO. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure something out, but color TV. It might help to have you know a stink bug one, mosquitoes, spiders. Right, and make sure that you make all the bugs happy and say that all of your rooms are bed bug free. <laughs> so the bed bugs, <laughs> they they don't get one. <laughs> no, they don't. They're a menace. <laughs> there was a spider. The si- it was like this big. Can you see my hand? It was that looks about the size of a... It was like a small, like a clementine, the size of a clementine. Okay. Yeah. And it, I like was leaning behind the couch to, to like turn the light on or turn the light off or something. And I happened to look over and I saw this giant spider behind the couch, but it was resting on top of a pillow. So I was like, okay, I can't smash it because it's on a soft surface. So I wouldn't get enough you know, momentum for, like, smashing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, <laughs> I, like, moved the whole couch, like, because it's a sectional. And then I got, like, the spray, and I, like, tried to spray it, and it got off the pillow, 
and then I but it moved under the pillow and I tried to lift the pillow up and then it moved again and then I was screaming also it was like 11 o'clock at night and Brennan was already in bed otherwise I would have sent him to do this right <laughs> and and I just was like screaming as the spider attacked me uh, it didn't attack me it just was running around and then I lost it somewhere under yes. the couch it was, it was actually trying to escape the attacker I think. yes probably but I like got down the floor oh in the process I knocked over a big can of tea so that just went everywhere and then mm-hmm. I tried to like get on the floor and like look for the spider. It vanished. So I hope it went somewhere else. <laughs> it was very stressful. I and have then, one question. And then I happened to. Oh, please keep going. And keep then going. I all I wanted to do was like lay down on the couch and watch Buffy. And I was on the most traumatic episode, the body uh-huh. in my rewatch. So after the spider drama, I just laid down on the couch and cried for 40 minutes because I was watching the most traumatic Buffy episode. So that that, rough that that doesn't answer my question, so I'm going to still g- yes, have my yes. question. And you might think this is weird, but um, why do you have a light switch behind the couch? It's not a switch. It's like the lamp is behind the couch. Is it a floor stomper? Yeah. It's okay. A, it's, a floor, it's a floor lamp. It's like the one behind me over there. It just seems weird to reach behind your couch to turn on a light. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You could be. We have like a court. We have like a long L-shaped sectional, and the light is behind it. Right. In the corner, it's a floor and the lamp. little floor stompy things behind that. No, no, no. Like the floor lamp is behind it, and I have to reach up to turn the switch off. Oh, you were reaching up because you said you were reaching down. Oh, I meant I was like peering down while I was turning the switch off. See now it all makes sense. Yes, and saw the spider behind the couch on the pill- on a pillow that had fallen back there. For a second there, I thought your house was Hobbit friendly. It could, it could still be. It does look a little Hobbity sometimes. Okay. But anyway. Yes. Sh- let's let's get to this episode, which I know you're very eager to rant about, rage about, <laughs> various other emotions of <laughs> anger. Why? <laughs> Why do they do this? Why? Why do you do this to me? <laughs> TV land people. So Why? So yes, we are doing Battlestar Galactica season 2 episode 10 entitled Pegasus. And for those of you who know and love the show, you'll understand why Brad is full of vitriol. Vitriol, vitriol yeah. whatever however you say it. Cuz I have yet to see a horse with wings for real. <laughs> Yep. So, um, when we join our friends, they, you know, what happened last time? I don't even remember. Oh, oh, the the Uh, stealth ship happened. They built the stealth ship. Everyone was really happy. The, the, The Galactica basically seemed to be united for the first time in like the entire yep. series everyone is getting along somewhat happy despite the circumstances they think they have a chance currently exactly with their new ship and then what does what comes along on the dratus but a big old unknown something and well. they assume it is a big ass cylon ship yeah a base star a base star yes one of the little pointy ones yeah yeah it looks like a star i'm assuming (laughs) yes it does i often wonder why it's called a base star but i'm starting to think it's because it's big and looks like a star yeah thus base star i always think it looks kind of like a big old spider maybe i have spiders on the brain right now well yeah well or or under the couch or under the couch somewhere (laughs) there was one in the corner of my bathtub yesterday anyway spiders everywhere Gonna build I just that wanted motel. to take a shower. It was a little filthy. Yeah. It felt nasty. Yeah. So, um, they try to get contact because it doesn't seem like it's giving the usual signal of a Cylon base ship. And uh, they ask for, well, like a person answers their transmission. And so then they ask for colonial... Uh, what is it called? Colonial codes or something? I think they were actually getting colonial code transmissions from the ship. Okay. 
prior to asking because the whole reason Ty goes, now they're using our own codes against us. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. And then... Otherwise, it would have made no sense. Right. And so, But then they ask for extra confirmation, like some extra secret special codes that mm-hmm. D asked for, and then... And D's like, yep, these are real. Like, these are actual real codes. And Adama's like, okay, let me speak to whoever's on the other side. And then when he gets the the phone, whatever the hell it's called, <laughs> the Galactica phone. phone. <laughs> the handset? Uh-huh. He, uh, <laughs> a woman is on the other end, and he recognizes, or she's like, oh, Commander Adama. And he's like, oh, Admiral Kane. And we all realize, oh, this is legitimately another battle star. But it yeah. is, and it's called the Pegasus. And you know what? It's really exciting and happy at first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So the, the ship docks, or not the ship, but like, you know, they send out some ships to go meet with everyone on Galactica. Yep, a raptor and some uh, vipers. Yeah, so a bunch of viper so- viper soldiers, viper pilots come out, and then you know the second in command guy that's kind of like Saul comes out, and mm-hmm. then Admiral Kane comes out, and it's just like I mean I was even getting emotional watching this, even though I have the feeling in the back of my head I'm like I know so- I know something bad happens with these people, but I can't remember, and then. <laughs> But even, but like, you know, whenever Rosalind's emotional and Adama's emotional, it's very infectious because they all wear their, as much as Adama likes to be, you know, close to the chest, he definitely wears his heart on his sleeve a little bit. Oh, of and, course. you know, he's just a genuinely, because he's so, such a good guy. And yep. yeah, so they're just like, oh my gosh, there's more survivors. Like, this is amazing. And like all the, everyone's cheering and hugging each other. And it's just like. Oh my gosh, more people survived. Oh my god, it's amazing. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's pretty much how it went. (laughs) Scene for scene, I remember it. It's Mm -hmm. in my head fresh. It's exactly how it went. went, Oh my god, whoa! So... They also, she's also like, oh, here's President Rosalind. And they're like, President? Like, it's a long story. And and then also it's she's... Actually, it's actually a pretty short story. Yeah. <laughs> when I think back to it, it's, it's a really short story. Yeah. We had an election. <laughs> she's the only one qualified. The end. <laughs> well, it was uh, everybody ahead, above her, dead. Oh, right. Election <laughs> comes later. My bad. Yeah. Um, but yes. <laughs> and then she was surprised to see Baltar was alive. Um, Mm -hmm. because he's, you know, well-known scientist boy. Yeah, he's super famous. From Caprica. Raguda? Yeah, true. That actually sounded like, yeah, on my (laughs) side of it. I'm not lying. Good. I can't wait to get your half of this recording and actually hear (laughs) the live audio. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's just sitting and staring at me going, Um... (laughs) So, the other thing that's kind of awkward is apparently Admiral Kane is a higher ranking than Adama. Yeah, well, she's an admiral. Yes, I mean I don't know the I don't know the ranking systems. I'm not a military person. Oh, admiral's the top. Okay, admiral, commander, I mean, lieutenant. A... Is that how it goes? I think there's a captain or a colonel. In there. There's a colonel in there. Colonel, Admiral, Cap- commander, colonel, lieutenant, and then captain. Captain. And then the ones that you don't care about. Or maybe captains before lieutenant. I don't remember. the The issue is because it's all blended in my mind because I know that people have certain ranks and the, but it changes throughout the show, so I can't remember what everyone currently is except that he's currently Commander Adama. Right. And not Admiral Adama. Right, and she's Admiral. And yes. we don't know if she's a one, two, or three-star Admiral, and I don't know if that's a thing that's actually true in the way back times of humanity's youth when the battle stars were trying to get to our current planet of habitat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, How do you like that? 
beautiful. So this is a documentary. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Didn't you all know that? <laughs> so mm-hmm. they all have a little chat about, well, they, Adama, Rosalind, Kane have a little chat about, yep. you know, how they escaped the the Cylon attack. And she basically describes it as they did a blind uh, FTL jump. Yep. Because that was the, they had no, because I think they said all their people, a lot of people were missing, so they like couldn't fight. They had no reason to fight them or something. I can't remember the details. Yeah, the ship was, the ship was going, they were uh, being, they were, I think they were at the shipyards and. Uh, it was going were, to go in for service for like, it was going to be in maintenance for months. It was getting months. a, a yeah. maintenance overhaul, yeah. yeah. So most of her crew were looking forward to the ship leave and. And then that's when the Cylon, Cylon, the Cylon, <laughs> that's when the Cylon attack happened. And I think she said they fired like three nukes at the shipyards. Yeah. And uh, it was, well, the blind jump, yeah, but it was blind luck they got away because the um, radiation from the nukes uh, made the Cylons believe that all the ships were destroyed because they couldn't tell that this ship was actually okay right because you know there's just there's no windows Mm -hmm. you're going off of sensors in space true it's also that's kind of what happened to galactica i mean they were going to retire the ship like the next day and then and then the cylons galactica galactica had the added benefit of being super old yeah and and, uh not updated right and so what they the uh the hack that the cylons uh had dropped on the entire fleet obviously didn't work on galactica mm-hmm. because it was old tech it had no wi-fi right and didn't ha- they like had disconnected from the network or something because they were going to be ma- being maintenanced on or something and that's why the hack didn't work for the pegasus Right, the Pegasus hack didn't work because yeah, the, all, all of their systems were, we're down, down already. Because, yeah, because of the upgrades that were going to be yeah, happening. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, sorry, there's cats around me. Um, <laughs> so oh. yeah, they were doing. So yeah, they did the blind jump just somewhere to get away from the Cylons, and they thought that they were the only survivors for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And they just kept uh, fighting what they consider to be the war against the Cylons. Where, yep. which one of the one of the f- fun things I read earlier, I don't even know if I put it in my notes, but something I noticed when I was re- putting them together was that, um, like, she believes they're still fighting the war, whereas Adama in the very beginning said the war is over. Now we're just surviving. <laughs> Right. So it's two very different perspectives on what happened. Oh, uh, y- <laughs> and various think? among other things, <laughs> which we will get to. Um, so also, uh, while while they're drinking or while they're like having a drink together, Ty is having every basically everyone is meeting their counterpart on the Pegasus. It's kind of like a little mini montage of people meeting each other. Ty right. is meeting with like the colonel under the admiral, and they're like having a drink together, bonding over their you know drunkenness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he tells him something super important, and now I can't remember what it like popped out of my brain. He wasn't the first officer originally, right? Apparently, Admiral Kane shot in cold blood another officer that was insubordinate. Disobeyed her order. Yes. Because she wanted to uh, attack a base star and they... It would have been a suicide mission. Right. But they apparently did it anyway, maybe? I get. I mean, if she killed someone over it, I assume. I don't know if it, maybe maybe, maybe the chance had it. disappeared because of that. But yeah, she yeah. Uh, shot him in the head in front of the whole crew. Yes, 
So, you know, that's that's cool. That's a cool for, way to lead. For attempted mutiny. Mm. Mm. Good old mutiny. I think she might have a marble or two loose. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> She's got something. And then uh, another guy comes to the deck and meets Callie and Chief and wants to take a look at the the stealth ship that they made and he actually compliments them on it like wow this is really cool it's a good use of like you know using these parts that you had left over uh-huh. and he later on even sends the crew like a ton of supplies a ton of parts that they've been missing for months so that they can do maintenance on their vipers and raptors and build more things yeah so that's very cool and they're like super excited about it and then, yay how exciting yeah, he was an engineer <laughs> yes and he be- he got positioned as the flight deck chief by the admiral because obviously she didn't have one right what are you doing Duda? <laughs> hold on <laughs> hold on what are you doing under here did you lose something Oh, it's your bottle cap. Uh, <laughs> he loves bottle caps. He steals cheap them. Cheap toys, they're great. Yes. He, he picks them up and carries them in his mouth. It's very cute. <laughs> Which he's doing right now. <laughs> Kuda, you're so cute and weird. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Maybe he just wants a beer. He wants a beer. Always the cat distractions. Um, so, yeah. So then that guy and then Lee is meeting the the CAG from the Pegasus, who is not very friendly. Yep. <laughs> he seems very displeased with pretty much every action they've ever taken. <laughs> um, yeah, he's... Uh, it seems like everybody on the Pegasus is... Uh all business and no fun yeah pretty much and also something i notice is there's uh a lot of testosterone on the pegasus not not many ladies aboard besides admiral kane herself true so because like even in like the cic the flight deck like it's all it's all a bunch of boys Mm-hmm. later on because well during their little chat with Kane and Rosalind and Adama, she tells him, she's like, now we have to have the awkward part of the conversation, which is the fact that I'm taking over everything. <laughs> because yes. I rank higher than you, so Galactica's right. under my control now. And then she says to Laura Rosalind, she's like, you look like I just shot your puppy. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, you know, well, we just, we got used to things the way they were around here. You know, we're in a nice little flow. And boy, was she right. <laughs> yep. We all look like she shot our puppy after this episode. Anyway. <laughs> In your little talk, are you going to do the gate a bit? No, go for it. Oh. <laughs> so uh, Pegasus sends over all of their files because I guess it's procedure to... In the... In the in the possibility that um, you might be defeated, that you erase all your hard drives. Right. Which is, I think, standard protocol for most military operations. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sent over all their data for Galactica, you know, star charts and all that stuff. And uh, he asked Gaeta, because you obviously deleted all your hard drives, you know, when the attack happened, right? And Gaeta's like, oh yeah, so I don't know if that was true. But... Gaeta, that little dirty boy, he goes and says, this is great. And the last line before they cut away to another scene is, so you got any porn in there? (laughs) (laughs) Of course, of course. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I actually had to rewind because I didn't quite catch it. I think I missed that. It's the very last line and then they cut to the next scene. And I'm like, did he just say what I thought he said? And I rewinded, and I'm like, yeah, he just said what I thought he said. Well, knowing those boys, I'm sure they did have a lot of porn in there. You never know. Just saying. Dirty, dirty kids on that Pegasus ship. 
<laughs> Dirty dogs. Well, you gotta you gotta keep um, active somehow, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, the other the other chain. So Admiral Kane takes command, and then she starts making sweeping changes. Yes. Two two of the major ones are that she's sending Starbuck and Lee to her ship to be on their crew. And Adama is not happy about that because he's like, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Everyone here has a really good flow together. Like, they've been flying together for months now. We're finally good. Don't mess mm-hmm. it up. But she's like, ah, too bad. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, she also, while she's on Galactica, she goes to visit Sharon, who's, you know, the one that's pregnant. Yep. with Hilo's baby and she's there she's visiting she visits her with uh, Gaius and she's very shocked that Sharon is just allowed to roam freely about her cell and doesn't look you know too worse for wear except for the fact that she's imprisoned right. and Gaius is like well you know we found that if you know we treat them as humans we get a lot more information out of them and it's you know it's just better overall for both parties to treat her as she was yeah and she's provided invaluable information right she's helped them in many many ways in many different circumstances she seems unconvinced however so the most recent being shutting down all the ships so that they could just have target target practice at a bunch of blindly flowing ships when they when they were taking care of that virus right she shoved the cord up her arm and plugged in and everything yeah but you know and that's not a good enough reason for her (laughs) the worst part is like she's talking to gaius about the cylon and then sharon is trying to you know tell her of what she's done and mm-hmm. she's like totally ignoring anything right. coming out of her mouth she's like i'm right here like you won't even talk to me right she's treating she her sort totally of looks at her. yeah like she's not even a person or that she's not even there i mean I know right. she's not technically a person but you, you know what i mean she is a being that is there part person whatever yep, um, she has a consciousness she has a consciousness um, and then she invites Gaius to come to the Pegasus and chat with their Cylon prisoner because you know it'd be great for him to meet her and see what see what he can get out of her. Yeah, see if his techniques work with her. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he agrees to go to the Pegasus and do that. Um, he brings you know Head Six along with him. Well, seeing as she's nanobots in his bloodstream, I don't think that he has a choice, really. No, he chose to bring her. Damn it. But, but you see, she's nanobots in his bloodstream. No, so. she has a completely different reaction to him than uh, compared to him. That's because she's nanobots in his bloodstream. Oh, my God. Anyway, he brings his hallucination lady with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Nanobots, or whatever. The, I don't. I don't even remember what my argument is anymore. I've lost it. <laughs> I can't even remember. <laughs> it's been so long. You tell me. <laughs> you tell me that my theory will be debunked late in the series. Okay. So until then. All right. For now, Nanobots. I'm gonna ride my wave. <laughs> so they go to the Pegasus together. Just right. For, whatever. <laughs> Fucking nanobots, okay. Um and you know, he's I always love the moments where he's talking to her and someone else is there and they're just like, What? <laughs> anyway, it always cracks me up. Yeah. Which he has a few of those moments with Admiral Kane and with some other people there. True. So um they let her they they lead him to the cell and we see what is a, a woman a woman cylon she's wearing basically like a potato sack mm-hmm. and she's chained up and covered in wounds and bruises and can't even see her face ever. she's just a disheveled mess 
And the guard asks, like, are you sure you want to go in there alone? Like, are you going to be okay? And he's like, uh, I'm pretty sure she's not moving, so I think I'll be fine. (laughs) And he opens the door, and he's immediately overwhelmed by the smell, which I found very interesting that I, I didn't think that you know, Cylons needed to bathe, I guess, but I guess they do. <laughs> it kind of, yeah, I kind of wonder if it's a combination of uh, biologic and technologic that those bodies are made out of. Yeah. So uh, they're not like uh, like Iron Man's latest suit, which is all nanobite, nano, nanotech, nanotech, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh. They're 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 a combo. Mm-hmm. Like when the spines glow, that's the tech. Right. But every, you know, maybe they're like a. T- I mean, they do bleed and they whatever. do. Yeah. So. Yes. So yeah, it's it's. I mean, and obviously they can get pregnant. So there's definitely a lot of biology biology in there. But True. the shower part was interesting. Like I didn't think that they needed to eat or drink or go to the bathroom or shower. I didn't think they had normal human body functions, but I guess they do. So. Well, you gotta feed the, uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, biologic matter yeah, to keep true. it alive. True. Otherwise, you're just a shambling body corpse on a <laughs> robotic body. <laughs> true, true. Which is pretty much what she is. Um, but yeah. as as they walk in and see her face, head six, you know, starts to fall apart because she realizes that it's one of her models on the that's been imprisoned and torch clearly tortured and beaten and mm-hmm. who knows what else well we know what else later but oh god mm-hmm. um and she's just broken and not responsive and head six is just completely horrified that people could do this to her especially when you compare it to sharon who's just like chilling and clearly helpful and then <laughs> didn't they I mean they dropped nukes on Caprica who the Cylons right yeah yeah where do you I oh because they probably think a swift death death is better than torture you mean Cylons yeah yeah I feel like the Cylons aren't very torturous they just want to be the only things that exist so they're just gonna. They so just they wanna just wipe out humanity. They just want them to go gotcha. away. Okay. I mean, what's yeah, more, what's more instantaneous than a nuke? If you're in the blast um, radius, probably nothing much more. Yeah. So. I mean, that's probably pretty instantaneous. Yeah. They didn't account for the radiation I know it's more and all the other stuff. What? Uh, having the Infinity Gauntlet and then doing this. I don't know. You're still pretty aware as you dissolve away. <laughs> Only the normal, like the normal people, were aware of it. But you know, it's not everybody's Peter Parker. True, Stephanie, who is healing as fast as he's yeah, falling oh, apart. God, no, I'm gonna get triggered. <laughs> um, do you wonder what happened to Deadpool during that? I do. I assume he was there somewhere. I, I assume he didn't get snapped. But if he did, how about how about Wolverine? <laughs> I don't know. Is this just his like weird steel skeleton left? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Adamantium. Adamantium. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> um. Anyway, I. Yes. It is very strange to. F- I think that's a big part of the show is being reconciling your sympathy <coughs> with the people that the the creatures whatever the Cylons that murdered humanity but who mm-hmm. also have humanity do they really have humanity do they love do they feel like that's the, I think that's the major question of the entire series right that we are con- constantly wrestling with um eventually um I, I think does guys leave and then he comes back? Yeah, he he comes back later. Yes, to yeah. visit her after he kind of. I think he tells. Does he talk to Kane about it? He's like, "Hey, you, I think you should get her a bath and get her some food, and then I'm yes, gonna try to talk says, to her." Yeah. 
bath, food. Uh, he when he was there on the first visit, he sees her eyes shifting backward and forward. Mm-hmm. So he's <clears throat> aware that there is like she's not catatonic. There is definitely right. high brain function right. or whatever you want to call their their synapses firing. Mm-hmm. So he thinks she's in there, but she's just sort of she's out of it because she's been tortured. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, the shot could have been maybe uh, torture might have been outlawed and uh, to see it being used regardless of what it is and the state of that. It's just uh, like you, you've crossed the line maybe situation. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a combo of that and just the fact like. Well, I mean, he talks about it more when he goes back the second time of why it's looks so awful to him it's because you know he says no i get that yeah i'm just saying like uh, adama never once considered torturing their cylon prisoners no because he's a good person yeah but it might it might be a a hint into that it was against the law to torture maybe true potentially I think the Pegasus crew is just a bunch of crazy people, but... <laughs> you know, I think the Pegasus crew just has a bunch of claws, and there ain't no laws when oh, you're drinking God. claws. No, don't don't bring claws into this. <laughs> <laughs> Please, they have a bunch of freaking Bud Light. They're a bunch of frat bros. <laughs> you don't know. They might be all Gen Z or millennials. <laughs> They're all no. hipster-like, and they have their avocado toast and white claws, and there ain't no laws. Hey. We're a white claw house, and we do not torture Cylons here. <gasps> That's because Cylons don't exist anymore. You don't know that. Well, they don't exist in our part of the galaxy. Okay, fine. Anyway, so Gaius goes back the second time. She has not had a bath. However, she does have a tray of food that he's giving her. Yep. With some bread and some apples slices, which looked pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of craving <laughs> some apples when I saw that. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty good I like that (laughs) it looked like a tasty little meal (laughs) that's good that's good Um, so he sits down in the cell and he just starts to talk to her about he says you know when I was on earth or Cap sorry when I was on Caprica there was Mm -hmm. a woman yeah they're trying to get to earth they're trying to get to earth I know I know I know I realize (laughs) there was a woman that he fell in love with and he's like, and you know what? She looked exactly like you. She was a Cylon and, you know, I would do anything for her and blah, blah, blah. And he just tells her his love story with Six, basically. Right. And that kind of, she realizes, oh, this guy isn't here to beat the shit out of me. So I guess I'm going to eat this apple and listen to him. And he promises and, cry. and cries and he promises that he's going to help her and to the best but of his ability meanwhile oh well there's a whole other thing going on too about this plot this plan that they have i was thinking that his second meeting with with uh this sixth model is sort of happening concurrently with pegasus cylon Interrogator. Yeah, but that's the very end of the episode. So I was going to oh, save that okay. for the end. Yeah, that's true. That is kind of near the end. Um, but, um, so yeah, all that's happening. There's also they've discovered this like weird Cylon ship that no one knows what its purpose is, and it's kind of mm-hmm. it's a few clicks away or whatever, a few jumps away, and so Starbuck and Lee are in the the meeting room for on the Pegasus about it. And they want to go, like, sneak around the back. And Starbuck thinks this plan is really stupid. And she's like, if you want to get close, I should just use the stealth ship. And that'll be what it is. <laughs> like, that'll work. And yep. then we can figure out what the hell this thing is. And basically, and then the the CAG of Pegasus takes her off the mission. Because he's like, oh, you want to talk back? You're done. Yep. So He's kind of a, he's kind of a plick. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, all right. And then Lee, you're going to be in the Raptor with me, which Lee doesn't fly a Raptor. He flies a Viper. He's an excellent Viper pilot. It's yep. just it's just all wrong and stupid and bad. And Starbuck and Lee well, are not happy about it. Well, they probably ordered to treat him that way because, remember, Lee uh, 
disobeyed his father's orders and went with Rosalind. Right. And then um, uh, Starbuck has a habit of uh, being uh, reprimanded all the time. And punching people. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Um, so Lee just secretly tells her, like, hey, you'll get the stealth ship and you go do your own mission. She's like, all right. <laughs> She's yep. like, now you're talking. <laughs> so she pieces out and takes the ship and runs away. Um, we don't see her for the rest of the episode. She's off doing her little mission. Yep. Um, so back on uh, the Galactica, um, Callie tells Chief, oh, shit, we're getting like a new person to run the deck. Like, this is terrible. I can't believe this is happening. Everything's changing. <laughs> and then he's like, where's the fracker that's doing this? And then it's that engineering guy from before. And he's like, sorry, I'm the fracker. I'm going to be running things now. And Chief is like, okay, well, here you go. Here's the keys or whatever he does. Here's the keys to the car and the office is over Uh, here. (laughs) But kind of as a treat, he he like is trying to be nice to the new Pegasus people that are helping out on the deck and they're all drinking off to the side. And the Pegasus guys are super excited because they haven't had like booze in so long. Right. And so it's like these Pegasus dudes, Hilo, Chief, Callie, they're all there. And then the Pegasus dudes start saying horrible things about their Cylon prison. Well, they just start, they're just having like frat boy talk. And Callie's yep. like, hey, shut the frack up. What are you doing? That's gross. Right. Yep. And then this is the scene that's happening concurrently with the Colonel not the colonel some guy the lead interrogator for the cylons is interrogating sharon but for the he's pegasus. In, for the pegasus yes right. but he's doing it the pegasus way so he goes in there and he just starts beating the shit out of her he yep. punches her a few times mm-hmm. slaps her around and she's just like what are you doing like i'll help you like why are you hitting me and he just keeps hitting her and he won't listen to her I think she actually said, what the frack? Yeah, what the frack? Which I was also like, what the frack? But then I remembered this horrible scene, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is happening. Mm-hmm. And then the the fratty Pegasus guys are talking about how they each had a turn with the Cylon on their ship, and uh, they think it's so funny how she, like, cried and screamed, and I don't know. They're just, it's just all very horrible. Right. And... Hilo is like, hey, like, what are you doing? And then, then they talk about have, getting a, having a go at Sharon. And Hilo is not happy about that. And he goes to, you know, hit the guy. And then they get held back. And then they realize that they are curr- she's currently being interrogated. And they realize, oh, they might be doing this to Sharon right now. So Hilo and Chief start running to the, the prison area. The, what is it called? The, the brig. Isn't it beautiful when your current boyfriend and your ex-boyfriend <laughs> both have the same uh, agenda for you? I mean, it is nice <laughs> that they both come to help her. Uh, <laughs> so they both come They both come running. Like, they're like, you know, 30 seconds too late because he is, the, the Pegasus interrogator guy is actively raping her. And it's freaking horrible. Yep. Yep. I'm not going to describe it. It's awful. Just trust us. It's awful. And um, they, Chief and Hilo burst in and they pull the guy off of, well, Chief pulls this guy off him, off off of Sharon so violently, he goes and hits his temple on like a a nail that's like a bolt that's sticking out of the wall and he is instantly dead, which Mm -hmm. I was like, good. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then Hilo is, you know, trying to, well, he's he wants to help Sharon, but they're like restraining him, and she's just like she literally just covers herself with a sheet, and she's just sobbing. It's it's horrible, very right. very very bad. So the Pegasus guys take Hilo and Chief to the Pegasus ship to stand trial, and Adama is very upset about this because he's like, we understand this horrible thing happened, but also they were doing this horrible thing to our prisoner. We did not okay yep. this. If they're going to stand trial, they need to, on, 
this happened on my ship. Yeah, this they needs to be happen. Tried on my ship. Yeah, right, exactly. And they're like, well, it was my officer that they killed. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a back and forth, which Adama knows he's not going to win because she's above him. Right. In all things. So, um, basically, like a minute later, they get a call that they're going to get that they're going to execute <laughs> them for what they did. For treason. For treason. I know, Gouda. It's terrible. Right. Oh, he's he's off again. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, so Adama's like, you don't want to do this. You're going to make me do something that you're going to regret. And so he launches his attack vipers. And and, and a mar- Marine Corps? Yeah, he's like, I'm going to have my Marines come board the ship, and we're going to escort my men back to my ship, and they're going to stand trial on my ship. And then he just yeah, hangs up. Because you said you were going to have a free trial, and how could you have had a free trial in such a short, short time? Right, because it's literally like a minute later. <laughs> <laughs> it feels a minute later. <laughs> I, my guess would be it was less than an hour. Right. Like, they got brought to the Pegasus, and then they got word that, like, within a, a very short time span, that uh, they were tried, convicted, and were going to be executed. Right. Which is nuts <laughs> first bone of contention continue yes go on your rant please your your race is like at a minimum I you can't know. just go be killing yourselves willy-nilly you moron you need to repopulate and you need as much genetic code as you could possibly have right and two like high-ranking people in the in the whole <sighs> thing it's crazy just gotta walk up and slap her yeah, and then she, so he sends the military, his military crews after to the ship, and so she launches her own ships after them. Okay, I'll give one good thing on her side of the thing. Her new not shot in the face first officer says, yo, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but then, of course, he obviously fell in line because there's always the fear that he'll get shot in the face by her. Mm-hmm. Because Ty was saying the guy told Ty that he was messing around with him, right? Right. But Ty, Ty, when he was talking to uh, Adama, said, "I know messing around," and he wasn't lying. Yeah. Even though he tried to play it off at the end mm-hmm. that he was pulling my leg, he goes, "There's no way that story was fake." Yeah, because he's like, "I know this. I know her too well." I'm reading. Mm-hmm. They're reading each other's logs. They can under. They can see what's going on. That was part well, of. They his. don't have her logs. She asked for the. Uh, oh right, right. Galactica's logs, and Ty was like, "You should ask for her logs." And he's like, "Yeah, she's not going to do that." Yeah. <laughs> so yes, basically the episode ends in a to be continued with both vipers flying at each other. <laughs> <laughs> why why do you do this to us why and then stephanie i tell her i'm like i'm so angry <laughs> she goes we can watch the next one and maybe just have a two for episode and i'm like no i want this anger when we do this episode <laughs> you want to be tortured <laughs> uh, uh, it's like they're getting ready to go head to head stephanie i know head to head well and then the You're next flying at each the other next two episodes are also a two-parter i just saw it's a part one uh, and a part two, so. So it's a three part. Yeah, technically. <laughs> uh, so, um, I have a lot of fun facts for you. Oh, cool! Will that will that quell your some rage? Fun after my rage. <laughs> um, actually, I don't know if this is fun. This is not a very fun episode. It's a very rage-inducing okay. episode, but. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, as I don't know if you noticed that the episode was actually really long. It was like 55 minutes or something, as opposed to the okay. normal like 44 minutes. Um, right. So yeah, the episode actually ran over time, and a lot of the background information was cut from the television version. But we saw the the deleted, or we saw the original version as it was intended, which okay. which uh, the 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 scenes that were not in the original televised version is um, Starbuck argued about. Returning to Caprica to rescue survivors, because she promised okay, yep, to return yep. um, to rescue the Tubsbind, uh, Sam Anders. That was, 
That was a ton of jumps too, wasn't it? Like 200 and yeah, some Yeah, she said it jumps. was like 200 and something, 257 jumps or something to get to <laughs> Caprica. They're like, uh, no. <laughs> That's too many. <laughs> yeah. Um, a scene we talked about was when Admiral Kane and Gaius talked about physical coercion versus, you know, chatting <laughs> with the Cylon prisoner. Right. Uh, Admiral Kane and Adama talk about how Pegasus is a much larger, more advanced ship than Galactica. Mm-hmm. And in the original, the, in the televised version, Sharon uh, did not get raped. It was an attempt. They stop it before it happens in the televised version. In the real version, it happens, and they stop it in the middle, as we saw. Yes. So... Because I guess the TV executives um, did not want to show that. <laughs> you're, you're joking. <laughs> the same executives who didn't want to see shadows in the windows of the ship they grew up? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about I that. I can't believe that you are serious, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even even so, during the premiere of this episode, when the episode came back from the commercial at the start of Act 3, which is when the bad stuff happens, there was a uh-huh. viewer discretion advised warning of multi- mature subject matter and content. Oh. Um, <sighs> yeah, so the population count at the beginning uh, of the episode is 49,605, which is a dramatic right. increase of 1,752, with which accounts for the addition of the Pegasus and her crew. Um, this is to date the only occasion upon which the fleet population marked a substantial increase. So Pegasus, they discovered it was Pegasus before the credits where they show the... Yeah. Oh, cool. Because it was 47,853 in Flight of the Phoenix, and then it was 49,000, this one. Um, Admiral Kane says that Pegasus lost 700 crew in the opening attack. This indicates Mm -hmm. that at the time of the attack, her crew totaled approximately 2,460. However, this number does not take into account any casualties that may have occurred because of the attack on the Cylon staging area, or any subsequent encounters with the Cylons. So who knows how many people they've lost throughout. Or encounters with your admiral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm knowing a big minus one on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this episode was inspired by the two-part episode, The Living Legend from the original series. And okay. there is a... Uh, Admiral Kane in the original Bowser Glatzka, but is portrayed by a man who is actually like really old. And so they mm-hmm. decided to make uh, Kane a lady named Helena, which is also just an extra burn to us. Because um, <laughs> we love Helena. <laughs> we, we love a certain Helena. <laughs> uh, Did you know in the original? Uh, Battlestar Galactica series Gaius Baltar is working with the uh, Cylons I think mm, not just accidentally the... working with them <laughs> no I think like he's the one human that's on all the Cylon ships because there are no human looking Cylons but there is him and I think uh, it's Baltar okay. I really, you know this is coming from small childhood Brad who happened to catch a few episodes yeah the original Battlestar and thinking Baltar is uh is the guy that was the leader of the Cylons on Mm. that show interesting um let's see uh Pegasus crew wear a white version of the colonial patch in their uniforms instead of a gold version used by Galactica Mm-hmm. Apollo and Starbuck do not switch to this version after their transfer to the Pegasus or in other episodes. Um, I thought when they were in the hallway that his patch was white. I don't remember. And said Viper when they were talking about he's making you fly a uh, a uh, raptor. 
I don't know. I don't remember. Um, Balter accidentally calls Admiral Kane commander. She promptly corrects him as Admiral and he apologizes. This might be a little in-joke that in the original series, Admiral Kane is a commander and does not outrank Ad Adama. <laughs> or maybe he made an accident and called her a commander, like the actor did. <laughs> what um, episode is this? This is season... Season 2, episode 10. Um, after Pegasus is identified as a colonial vessel, Adama orders the fleet to stand down to Condition 1. However, Condition 1 is the highest alert level. Thus, this is an error, and Adama should have either ordered Condition 2 or stand down from Condition 1. But then I saw another thing argue this, uh, this goof and say he probably still was suspicious of Pegasus, and that's why he <laughs> kept it at Condition 1. <laughs> just in okay. case it was still uh, a Cylon a Cylon ship it's true it could have been mm -hmm. you don't know if it's been compromised after all this time true 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 um, the interior sets used for the Battlestar Pegasus are actually leftover sets from the John Woo remake of Lost in Space that never happened <laughs> Woo's series never got off the ground but its sets were placed in storage they were then heavily remodeled and reused for all the Pegasus scenes. So Pegasus was a Lost in Space set? Yep. That that was going to be a reboot that never occurred? Yep. Thank God, because the reboot on Netflix is so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all I got for you. That's uh, pretty good. I'm trying to do? see oh, if I can find this uh, patch. Yeah, I could. You know what? I'll have to look for our next episode and see whether or not I'll go back and rewatch and see if it was white or not. Okay. Uh, and even though that's all you got for them, that's not all I got for them. Because you know what? If you have a suggestion or a show you'd like us to do that we haven't gotten to yet and you're getting tired of waiting, you can always e Oh, that's right. She's stopping me. She's giving me the fingers. She's like, hey, Brad, I do actually have one more thing to ask you. <laughs> What's your double count? Three. What's, what is it? You got Sharon. Okay. You've got Tortured Six. Oh, yeah. And then you have Head Six. Yep. Yeah. Right? That sounds right. Oh, I had another fun personal fact I forgot. Oh, okay. Did you, did, did you watch True Blood? You watched True Blood, right? Yes, I did. Because do you recognize who Gadmiral Kane is? I recognize her for other things. Wasn't she also in Star Trek? She was in Star Trek. <laughs> but for me, I think I watched... I don't know if I watched these at the same time. But um, she is the... The woman that comes in season two and makes everyone have orgies. Oh. <laughs> Michelle Forbes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when I watched, I can't remember which one I watched first. Either way, I was like, oh, it's her. And oh, it's her. I can't remember which one <laughs> came first when, in my viewing. but For me, she'll always be the Star Trek one. I'm sorry. Yes. Well, I also, I read another thing that said, like, she was hesitant to take this role because she didn't want to be typecast in only sci-fi shows. Because she had done Star Trek, and she was like, I don't want to do another and True space Blood sci-fi show. Well, um, this was long before True Blood. But oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. And then here she is in True Blood. <laughs> True Blood is more naked fantasy, I would say. <laughs> Less sci-fi, more fantasy. It's vampires, which makes it science fiction. Really? Vampires is so. science fiction? I guess I'm pretty so. sure. I guess yeah. you're right. And on that note, if we yes, haven't gotten to something that, <laughs> Are you, gonna say that it right? you want us to do, uh, you can email us at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter for episode releases and the occasional Stephanie posting something at cdoublepod. You can follow Steph on all her socials at Steph plus Verb. Anything fun and interesting going on for Twitter? Uh, uh, sorry, Twitch. Not yet. I have after I'm gonna get a new desk and then I'm gonna redo everything. Oh, Soon. Okay. I'm waiting till I till we finish buying the house. That's what I was before I uh, settle in a hundred percent. Yes, that's smart. And then um, 
if you are like feeling you know that you need to tell the world about what you hear here and that you like it and stuff you can you know go to apple podcasts or itunes whatever it's called and you can rate and review us and subscribe that's always good although you can subscribe at other things as well and uh we'd really appreciate it and hey you didn't uh, flub it too bad are you gonna just let it pass without calling nick out uh, you know, I was kind of thinking that maybe I should take some uh, how to how to put out the <laughs> iTunes lessons from Nick so that I can uh, so I can nail it. Mm. And I think I'm gonna get in hold of him. And it was funny. I it was like I was not expecting that at the end of that episode, and I was driving and laughing my butt off. So i think i might uh i might have to have uh you know some uh, lessons with nick and then one day i'll actually do it better you know maybe not all of us are not all of us excel at ads so yeah it's okay well you do your best until next time i'm stephanie kretz and i'm bradford barth thank you for listening goodbye bye <laughs>